Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcasts.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette, your favorite 90s movie nostalgia podcast. Happy Friday, September 7th. I'm Tom Hewinder, joined as always by Trevor Williams, the peanut butter to my jelly. Thank, thanks for having me, Tom. It's good, it's hey, good, to, good to be back. Good to see you again. It's nice. To, it's been a week. It's been nice uh, getting back to school. I feel yeah. You're teaching, huh? Full exhaustion. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I'm teaching more credits this semester than I've ever taught. They give you more credit. Yeah, nice. Fifteen credits. Fifteen. You have fifteen credits. I've gotten fifteen. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. One day, sixteen. Who knows? Seventeen. I'm one day. I might be overloaded. <laughs> I feel. Overloaded. Trevor, what do we do here on this podcast? Um. Well, Tom, we watch movies. We talk about them. First we talk about them, then we watch them, then, and then we, we talk about talk them. Talk about them again. And yeah. They're from the nineties generally. Oh yeah, they're nineties. They have to be. Because of our age demographic. Yeah, and because there's too many movies we have to cut it off. Yeah. So nineties and then uh we can't do any research. No, no research allowed. So we haven't seen these in years. Right. Decade or yeah. two. Exactly. And which means they're not always the greatest. No, no, no. God and, no. But fortunately for us, we don't always embark on these journeys alone. Mm -hmm. We sometimes have a guest. And this week, we have Sarah Dunn. Woo! Hey, Sarah. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, Sarah, you are a comedy pig here at the Maryland Ensemble Theater. That is correct. That is a comedy troupe. It is, yes. It is. Improv. It is an improvisational comedy troupe. You're an improviser. Yes. But don't aren't we all improvisers when you think about it? I'm not. No, I've, no. <laughs> You've never, I mean, I've if you I if say. you subscribe to the it might be Calvinist theology of predetermination, mm. then and none of us are improvising. I suppose so. Even you, as an improv comic, uh, are not making those choices. No, it was all preordained. Of the preordained by the Lord. Wow, as the good Lord intended, all of those jokes I made. So if you don't like them. Take it up with the big guy. Yeah, yeah blame wow. God. Wow. I know I do. I blame God for everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you're, in addition to being a comedy pig, uh, what 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 else you want people to know about you? Uh, I guess the other main thing is that I'm a huge nerd, and I perform at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Oh, that's awesome. so exciting. Happening going, now. Yeah, I'm going to go as soon as possible. Yeah? Can't wait. Awesome. What do you so, perform there? I am a member of the Royal Court. Ooh. So, yes. <gasps> How I am, long have you been that? This is my second year as a member of the Royal Court. Uh, about 10 years ago, uh, 
no, more like eight years ago, eight to nine years ago, I was a dairy maid, so I got a major upgrade. Oh, yeah. Rolling yeah. some cheeses around? Yeah, I was churning butter and okay. teaching people how to churn butter. That's good for the old, cool. the, the muscles. Get... Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I learned a lot about making cheese, but now There's I don't- There's other comedy pigs that have done that, too. Didn't Yes, uh, Julia. Julia, yeah. Julia Williams did. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she- It's interesting. She- uh, came after me at Ren Fair, but before me at Pigs. So we're sort of like following in each other's footsteps, oddly. Yeah, weaving around yeah. each other's Mobius strip. Exactly. Very wow. cool. So go uh, check out Sarah at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. And if you haven't been to the Maryland Renaissance Festival, it is pretty cool. It's really cool. It's pretty cool. I'll b- bring... Lots of money. Yes, cash. <laughs> Bring all of your cash. Because it's one of those things that you do that's really fun and cool, but really the only thing to do there is spend money on cool stuff, including yeah. food and There's good shows drink. you can watch. Oh, there's great shows that are – all the shows there are free, right? They are, yeah. yeah so you pay really the cool. entry fee, which really isn't that bad, and then you come in and all the shows and entertainment is entirely free. Uh, food and drinks are super reasonable, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, there's so much stuff to buy. I myself – once I get my first uh, paycheck from Fair, there is something that's just ridiculously expensive that I shouldn't buy, but I'm going to buy is it. Is it a big giant sword? No, it's <sighs> even lamer than that. It's a wooden mug. Oh, those are nice though. <laughs> oh, but I bet it was, was it like made locally or like what? It's made from like, oh, I forget what type of wood it is, but it's this beautiful wood and it's got inlaid in it. It's got flecks of real turquoise. That's cool. It's um, beautiful. That's so. the other thing that I thought was cool about the Ren Fair. It was all the different, like, just local artisans selling mm-hmm. their stuff. It's, yeah, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, you got to visit the Bee Folk. Yeah. And buy honey sticks, lotion, candles. Oh, I'm yeah. just going to do an advertisement for the Bee Folk. Hey, that's okay. This podcast brought to you by the Bee Folk. Hey, we love bees. Yeah, <laughs> and folk. Mm-hmm. Most of them. <laughs> um, so. Uh, we've been talking for a little while now about uh, different movies. You threw a couple movies at me that um, I'm pretty sure <laughs> don't actually exist, even though I, I watched the trailers for them. <laughs> they um, do. But one in particular, which we're doing today, oh God. Mouse Hunt. I'm already Mouse nauseous. Hunt. Mouse Hunt. All right. So yeah, yeah. go ahead and tell us, because I'm not sure I told Trevor this, but why, why, why did we settle with this one? Well, I did not settle on this one. You settled on this one. Uh, it's important have- that we settled. I have some childhood trauma, I guess you might call it, associated with this movie. I've only seen it once and maybe not even the whole way through because, like, halfway through, I just got physically ill. And I think due to this movie, like, I ended up with, like, a stomach bug, but I'm pretty sure this movie triggered it. Okay. It wasn't, like, food poisoning. You didn't try to eat a bunch of cheese from the floor. I mean, I guess we'll see tonight if we watch it and I get just... physically ill again, then we'll, we'll know for certain. We will find out. Is it emotion? Do you get motion sickness at all? No, it's this movie. If you haven't seen it or don't remember, this movie is gross. We'll make you physically there ill. There is some gross stuff I remember. So, uh, Mouse Hunt. Trevor, do you, do you remember this movie? Oh, almost not at all. I, what do you remember about this movie? I remember human excrement. Nathan Lane. Lots of it. Is he in it? And I remember yes, Timon is in this. That is one of the the big poop, should I poopy? should I spoil the oh, big yeah. trauma moment for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh yeah. Okay, we need the, to know what to watch out for. Because the other the main trauma moment that will never escape from my brain is there's a restaurant scene 
in which there's... This is the very beginning of the movie. Is it? Okay, yeah. then it, from minute one, this was bad news bears awesome. for me. Um, <laughs> you haven't seen this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have, but I think I blocked out much of it. Okay. I think I went into, like, I was struck blind by just the sheer grossness mm-hmm. of this first scene. No. So it's, like, in a restaurant, and there's this cockroach that's, like, scuttling around the kitchen. Uh. And it ends up like on this rich dude's plate and he bites into his food and you literally see like he looks down and he sees half a cockroach body like wiggling around and then he, it gets worse. He vomits onto the table and you see the other half of the cockroach like wiggling around. Yeah. First first when he, when he crunches down on it, I remember specifically at First, he has like this moment of ecstasy where he's like, mm, "Almonds." <laughs> I do not remember that, but that's great. Does he? He so he doesn't die, right? I don't think I you don't can die think from you that. You can. I don't think it's like a radioactive cockroach. I think it's just no. But he's like he doesn't like. I thought maybe he like choked oh, to death or something. Well, oh well, but if he, he throws no, it up, I think he not. throws up. I think he's well. Actually, now that you say that, mm-hmm. slimy gets satisfied. I don't, well, there is a death in the beginning, and it's the the, the death of. Um, Nathan Lane and his brother's uh, father, who oh, runs a the, string factory. A st- what? Okay, that. Okay. You guys don't remember this? No, oh, I don't man. remember the string oh, factory. It's like I, so, yeah, there's like a picture of him, and it says a quote from him, which is really funny. And it's like, uh, <laughs> a world without string is chaos. <laughs> <laughs> That's, wow. Why do you remember that? I, I don't know. I watched this movie a few times. Oh, okay. I think I, I watched know. it once. All I remember is that Nathan Lane and is it, who's the other guy? I forget his name. We have the. Is it Rupert Everett? No, it's Lee Evans. Lee Evans. He's in a few things. He's in um, There's Something About Mary. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was Rupert Everett. He's the Everett. short guy that's the pizza guy, but not the pizza. He's. He's tall though. I think he's tall and skinny. I give up. <laughs> so completely the opposite. He's also. Of what I think he's so in. Uh, I think he's also in the Fifth Element. He's. Um, <laughs> Wait, you didn't wh- say. For half a second, I was thinking uh, Lee Marvin, which I mean, would have made this a much better movie. I think he's uh, in the Fifth Element where he's like. Oh well, he's taller totally than Nathan Lane. We're we're sending someone in to negotiate. Yeah, he was the guy in something about Mary that was like he had crutches, but he was faking it. Uh yeah uh yes yeah yeah one of those guys yeah and he like was well, he was actually a piece he's of one guy. of the guys that was obsessed with Mary. We should watch that because that's a very problematic oh. movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a lot, lot of fairly brother movies. This is gonna be a problem. Um, so mouse hunt. There's a mouse in the string factory. No, oh, I don't know. it's <laughs> in the house that is left to them by their father. Is this based on the popular game Mouse Trap? No. no. Was it marketed around? That game at all? Because honestly, just think this was marketed to like gross kids. Yeah, I, I don't know kids. kids who like gross stuff. You know, I do remember 90s. it yeah. being a lot of like, it is a lot of gross, weird stuff. It's kind of dark the way that it's shot. It's because very dark. It's basically it's, shot in a giant mansion. It's almost like cool. so. Essentially, this mouse—they're trying to exterminate this mouse, this one mouse—and yeah, it has it is able to like do like like Rube Goldberg-esque like traps and things maybe maybe it's, not it's, it's kind of a mixture of like it's uh, like, home alone. like home alone yeah exactly yeah. that's what it's going for. like this like no matter what every time they try to kill this mouse he somehow 
it, it's uh, it's also very much like Wiley e. Coyote and yeah, the Roadrunner, yeah, where yeah, like yeah. They, the the mouse flips the script on Nathan Lane <laughs> right. and his brother, and is like, "No, you're the one that gets covered in mouse traps." Yeah. Um, Oh. But they're trying to renovate this big giant house uh, because it's, um, I think it's uh, a missing LaRue. I want to say LaRue is the designer of the house. Oh. And it could be worth like $10 million or something. So they're trying to renovate it so they can sell it. And Nathan Land's super greedy and mad that uh, their father didn't leave him anything. But That's he did it. leave him the house. Did leave him the house. He's but he's like, this good. is a piece of crap house. But then they find the plans and they're like, oh, it's a LaRue. It's a LaRue. A LaRue. It's a Tallulah Bell LaRue. <laughs> yes. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Trevor, what do you remember about this movie? Nathan Lane. Something about Mary Guy. That mouse. The color of the mouse is maybe brown. <laughs> the ma- There's going to be a lot of, of mouse vision, mice. I think. They're like Things from the perspective of mouse, maybe. Okay. Uh, okay. At the end, I think they're going to learn to live in peace with the mouse. I think that they all become friends. I think and you're 100% right. The, and they're going to live in the house. Because Nathan Lane, a chef, turns the string factory into a ratatouille into factory. a string cheese factory. Uh, what? Spoilers for Mouse Sorry. Hunt. No, that's all right. I uh, <laughs> I guess I sort of envision them ending in like a weird Stockholm Syndrome-like thing where they're held captive by this mouse. Like they're this like mouse is their it. new that could be overlord. Yeah. But... Have you ever been uh, in a restaurant where you saw either a cockroach or a mouse? Well, I worked in a very fancy restaurant, and I would get there before we opened, like was during it in the day. Yeah, no, it's not. It is, a, no, it's not in Frederick. Not in Frederick. <laughs> it is a fancy restaurant chain. I will not name the restaurant chain, <gasps> but it is fancy. Um, Factory. Oh. <laughs> Way fancier than that. I don't know. P.F. Changs. I don't know what they are. I don't know the ones. Think bigger, guys. Come on. Spago. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's a Wolfgang Puck restaurant, I think. Oh, okay. I don't know. It but anyway. was a Carabas. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't a Carabas. Grill. <laughs> All right. What, what, um, what happened? Tell well, us. Uh, no, so I would get there at like 10 in the morning. We didn't open until dinner service, so I would like do stuff, but we would have all the um, like sticky mouse traps out that they leave out the night before and there would be mice stuck in them Ugh. so like there are mice oh like yeah. the sticky ones where like they get stuck but they're still alive yeah and oh. i won't there was again i guess i have a lot of trauma around mice but Sorry, i have a big heart yeah well then i won't <laughs> tell you what happened next cause... oh no please well <laughs> i need to know we set them all free in a happy mouse <laughs> sanctuary where there is cheese we everywhere. gave them plates of food <laughs> Uh, no, one of my coworkers stepped on one's head. Ooh, Sorry. Like on purpose? Yeah, that oh, wasn't. That's, that's really unfortunate. Faster. It was. Brutal. It was not great. Um, yeah. yeah, the restaurant industry is really brutal. I can yeah. imagine. I wouldn't be surprised if there were some kind of vermin in every single restaurant kitchen downtown. I saw a a live mouse uh, at a at a pizza place in Baltimore. Uh, that I won't say which one. They have since moved locations. <laughs> and for those of you who don't, Trevor just mouths silently the name. You know the one. And uh, it was crazy. I was eating the pizza and it was delicious. And there's like this little mouse that's like scurrying. And I was like, oh man, that kind of. Does it bother you though? Because it made I, it weird. I guess I just sort of accept that that is part of the world we live in. I like to live in that fantasy world of 
not of outside of the kitchen mm-hmm. where everything is beautiful and cleaned and vacuum sealed. I mean, I guess when I think about the like state that my kitchen has been in when I have prepared food in it, and I'm like, you know what? If I've eaten food out of this mm-hmm. kitchen, my own personal kitchen. When it was this dirty, yeah. then you know what? I think I'm okay. That's your dirt, Tom. I'm much more but concerned. But it is my dirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm much, it's my grind. I'm much more concerned with like human intervention into my food. Okay. Like, oh, like, like people, people spinning. spinning. Like, because I, like, I, I know, like, in our sleep, we all consume bugs and things, and it they say it just that. happens. Also, a moth flew into my mouth once. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, it was really gross, but what I didn't it die. Like? It t- just kind of powdery. Yeah. Like the wings. I think the powdery of the wings. I've, yeah. I've tasted moth somehow before as well. Yeah. I've definitely, like, swallowed, like, as a kid, you know, riding bikes yeah. all the time, I definitely, like, inhaled flies yeah. before. Yeah. One time. I'm picturing Tom riding his bike with his mouth <laughs> wide open. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> Spugged my teeth. I do remember one time I, I was, uh, it was in marching band in high school and I was out on the field and something happened and I like I inhaled a fly what was your uh, instrument uh the alto saxophone did it go Ooh. through the uh yes did it no uh. no but I I like <laughs> no we're just standing around like doing drill you know not learning about music doing drugs. um <laughs> and uh <laughs> and I like inhaled a fly and I like coughed and I like spit it back out and it flew away <gasps> Wow, it's a true story that what happened. Resilient creatures. Magical. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> beautiful <laughs> story. It was beautiful. It was like I birthed it <laughs> out of my throat. Oh man. Oh. And they probably laid some eggs in there, and then at night, as you were sleeping, they all emerged. It's the circle the of life. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's the. Um. So you said there's human excrement. I am pretty sure there is i feel like there is a plumbing scene where they've got mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. some pipes hooked up and it's like i vaguely remember this and they get sprayed with it or something one of them like gets like covered head to toe yeah but it's like also it's kind of like those thing like if you're a small enough kid you're like oh that's dirty water or like maybe it's no it's an old house it could totally be rusty it sure. doesn't have to be dookie water. Yeah. Okay. Or it could just be a very, very old dookie water and a very, very old septic Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot system. of it's you, just dookie water. Here we go. Would you rather, <laughs> Would you rather? be covered with old shit, yeah. like shit that's been sitting around for like lots and lots of years, uh-huh. or like fresh old. shit? Old shit. <laughs> okay. Because it's basically yeah. just dirt at that point. Yeah. Right. It just breaks with old shit. And it's just dirt. Rather than new And like shit. rust and whatever. And like how new are we talking? I don't want fresh shit. Yeah. Like within <laughs> that like week. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. old, always old. Too shit. new. It's too. It's, it's too fresh. Too soon. Give me that old. <laughs> I want a nice. I don't want to remember that nicely one. aged. Yeah. You don't want to know. You don't want to know that the person who did that is still living. On I don't want to know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to think about what that could have been recently. Oh jeez. Uh, there's a pretty great um, kind of kind of cameo role in this. Uh, in the form of an exterminator, do you guys remember who 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 it is? Bruce Campbell. All right, okay, we got that. Bruce Lee. Is any? it like Christopher Walken? It's totally Christopher Walken. Wow. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm 100 percent serious. That yeah. oh, that if, if, I must have I had that. I remember it wrong, but I'm almost positive it's. Christopher I Walken. that was just a guess, but it must have been. See, there's more. I've got more mouse hunt in my subconscious. This is this is scary. Was this around the time when he was shooting the Fat Boy Slim music videos? You know, probably it was like <laughs> mid '90s, same, it was 96, same 97. So 
That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, that's a great music video. A great oh, man. I want to watch that. <laughs> um, he choreographed the whole thing himself, too. It's good dancing. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Classically trained. <laughs> good. I don't know. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, do you remember the cat in the movie? No. Cat's weird. Is it not good at being a cat? Well, it's not like uh, I don't. I don't believe there's any actual cats in it. I think it's all like a mixture of like puppet, animatronic, and CG. Oh, weird. Oh. But it's all, but again too, it's very much in the style of this movie. It's very style like I remember this movie as being very stylized, but in like kind of a dark. Yeah, kind of up I just remember it being dark and gross. Like, yeah. gross is just the predominant sensation that I get from this. So I I'm, can't wait. We're going to see. It's going to be good. Oh, boy. Maybe. Should we get you a bucket? <laughs> you, a little baggy? A little barf baggy? <laughs> Maybe, guys. I don't know. Uh, uh, this isn't the first we time. We have a police helmet over there, actually. Yeah, we, that would work. All right, I'll hold it on my lap. This is the first time we've had a guest uh, that we, we were doing the movie specifically because they had visceral reactions as mm-hmm. kids. Oh, we yeah. did Fern Gully, their friend Sarah. Oh, yeah, that's and a great movie. she was terrified of Hexus. Uh, yeah, uh, which is um, Tim Curry. Tim Curry, yeah. yeah. like sexist. What? <laughs> oh. you probably made that joke. <laughs> um, I so, re- yeah. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to... Are there other things that give you that visceral i'm gonna throw up reaction like when you see gross stuff are you like well a, do you have so that reflex? i'll probably be fine now because when i was a kid it was really hard for me to see people throw up like <laughs> in movies and things like it really grossed me out yeah it's hard for you um, to smell people throw up ooh, yeah and then <laughs> i went in high school i went on a mission trip to peru and a lot of the people on the trip got like either food poisoning or altitude sickness, including my roommate. So she was throwing up all night, and I sort of had to take care of her. Oh. And then from then on out, I've been fine. Oh, okay. Like, I have no issue with it. Like, if one of you threw up in front of me right now, I'd be like cool as a cucumber. Let's slash helpful. Let's try it. Ready, <laughs> and go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, throwing up is the worst feeling. I, I, it's just, ugh. it's I, I, I've, I've avoided every time I get that feeling. I'm just like, no. When was the last no. time you threw up, Tom? Oh gosh, it had to have been probably a few years ago, and I was, I think I was just really, I must have been just like really drunk or something. That'll do it. Um, but, but, you know, most times in my young adult life, when it, like I was in my 20s, most times I had to throw up. It was because I had drank too much. And most of those times, I would just not let it happen because I just I have this strange aversion to it because mm-hmm. I'm afraid like I'm gonna, like puke up a lung or something. No, it's different. I, no, I I understand <laughs> that's not a, something that can it's happen. A, yeah. But I still, it's like I'm a, like I'm afraid of like what's gonna come out. You don't want to see, yeah, like oh shit, I needed that. Or like oh shit, I should go to the doctor because that's a that's lot of not blood. Good. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. want to keep that inside me. Yeah. Do you remember the last time you threw up? Yeah, it was like a couple weeks ago. Were you sick? Uh, I got like a weird 24-hour stomach bug, and I threw up at work. Oh. Like in a trash can. Oh, throwing up away from home is so bad. I actually... Did you get to go home? I did, which was nice. But much (laughs) like... force you to stay and work. No, they're like, no, take out the trash and then stay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, No. Uh, Much like I got over other people throwing up... um, 
I myself have no, I mean, it's not pleasant, but I have no problem throwing up. When I was a kid, I had an acid reflux disorder that caused me some nights to like wake up projectile vomiting. Wow. Um. <laughs> I've had a little bit That's like, like that before. Sounds like the worst night terror ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's scary because like you would start like choking almost yeah. if you don't like. I've had like not projectile vomiting yeah. <laughs> that level of it, but I've had like reflux stuff before too, and it like comes up a little bit. Waking up choking is terrifying. Yeah, That's no, not it's not okay. No, it's not okay. So, um, throwing up for me, like it's not pleasant, but I this is gonna sound weird, but <laughs> it's okay. I You're throw in the right up. Place. I throw up every chance I get. <laughs> by that I mean like if I feel like I need to throw if you feel up nauseous, then I will throw up, you throw up you're like, let's get this shit over with exactly I wonder if there's anyone listening and probably not anymore that's like really sensitive <laughs> about this and just like people talking about it makes them want to throw up because yeah. if so they've definitely thrown up by now yeah. oh, oh sorry Aww. but Trevor you when was the last time you threw up uh, I think maybe uh, last not okay not this winter but the winter before I had a terrible food poisoning stomach flu thing i feel like mm-hmm. it was both at the same time mm-hmm. it felt like and i was i was so out of commission that i c- i couldn't move i Oof. was just in my bed and then to bathroom and it was just bed bathroom and it was just awful it was just so bad yeah. <laughs> and i just you know you just feel weak and you can't eat anything and you're just like i don't know how to fix this Ugh. and you just like sleep as much as you can and yeah. yeah, it was the worst <laughs> you know i know i know i've thrown up since that this time but like the last one I really remember was when I had kidney stones. Oh, I Ooh. was in so much pain I threw up, and that's the only time that's ever happened to me. So much pain you threw up. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. not like yeah. it was like it was not like, a I'm nauseous. nauseous. Thing. It was yeah. just like I mean, it, this hurts so bad. My body doesn't know what to do except expel oh, everything no. inside of it. <laughs> it's just like it's just, all right, code red. Exactly. Yeah. Evacuate our systems or whatever. Uh, thanks, body, but no. Yeah. <laughs> not helping. I get migraines sometimes, and yeah, it gets so bad that I I throw up. God, that yeah. sucks. Wow. Well, yeah. So mouse hunt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's gonna be just as this, visceral as this conversation. Yeah. Um. I have the digital video disc box here. Um. It says four stars. Inspired and irresistible. Says Jim Svedja. I'm sorry. What was that name? Svedja. 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 Sorry, Jim. Uh. That's CBS Radio. Um, a comedic masterpiece. Paul really? Wunder, Wonder, Wunder, F- Funta. What? Uh, WBAI Radio. I really do think I'm going to enjoy this movie because I, I do remember as a kid seeing it thinking it looked like a little kid's movie in the trailers because it's a mouse hunt. It's a cute little mm-hmm. mouse. And, and I remember like, I don't know, being a shitty like little preteen when it, like, when it was like, we're going to watch this. And then being pleasantly surprised by like how weird and dark it was. Um, okay. So let's see if that holds true. Um, Sarah, would you like to read the synopsis? I the would. Back? All right. Let's. Oh, I already disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It says you'll delight in this hit comedy that critics call a roaring good time for kids and adults. Down on their luck, brothers Lars and Ernie Smuntz. Nathan Lane and Lee Evans. That's a funny name. Smunts, all right? Uh, Don't think much of the crumbling old mansion they inherit until they discover that their dilapidated estate is actually worth millions. 
But before they can cash in, they've got to rid the house of its single, stubborn occupant, a tiny and tenacious mouse. What might seem like child's play becomes an epic battle of hysterical proportions. I do like the little picture of the mouse on the back holding, like, the cocktail olives to look like ears. <laughs> He's cute. That is cute. That is pretty, that is pretty great. Cute. Cute mouse. I think there's going to be a lot of little, like, a lot of cute mouse shots. Um, interesting, potentially true factoid from uh, Doug Grove, our uh, production manager here, um, is that the... This movie and the Stuart Little movie, because I think they're both DreamWorks. Um, one of the things they were doing, they were trying to make movies with uh, CGI mice because they wanted to make a Pinky in the Brain movie. Whoa. And I'm like, where's that movie? Why Wanna is that not it? happened? Yeah, there's probably some testing footage of that. Somewhere. I hope so. Yeah. Bummer, though. But we just huh. have to watch Mouse Hunt now. Like a live action Pinky in the Brain. That would be sick. Hmm. Who would who would voice Pinky and the Brain? Hopefully the same voice actors that... Are they still with us? Oh, yeah. Oh. At least the guy who played Brain, like definitely. Because I just... He's he was like just, good at Orson Welles impressions. Yeah, so. he's very... Oh, well, yeah. That's essentially, yeah, that's that's essentially like, what yeah, Brain he is. He is Orson <laughs> Welles, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, before we watch the movie, we got to thank uh, the Record Exchange, as always. Uh, Trevor, you like the record exchange? Oh, yeah, record exchange. There's so much stuff there. Oh, all kinds of stuff. Movies, other stuff. Games. Yep, that's one. Vinyl records. Mm-hmm. They have little uh, trays that are made out of vinyl records. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Go, go there. Buy stuff from them because mm-hmm. they yep. gave us today's movie. Thanks, uh, Sarah. You ever go to that record exchange? I have. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not cool enough. I always walk by there and I think, oh, wow. I look inside and there are some of the coolest looking people in there. And then I hang my head and know that I'm just not cool enough. Well, I, I'm here to tell you that, yes, you are. And if you're listening, you are too. You are too. Aww. They are cool in there, but they're cool with you. <laughs> that should be their new slogan. <laughs> we're cool in here, but we're cool with you. <laughs> I like that. All right. Uh, so uh, go watch Mouse Hunt because we're going to, and uh, we'll see you in a little bit. Okay, bye. Yeah, All right. We're back, and we just watched Mouse Hunt starring Nathan Lane, Lee Evans, Christopher Walken, and a cute little mouse. <laughs> and a cute little mouse in Mouse Hunt. So, I'm just going to say right off the bat, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed it. Guys, mm-hmm. I think all my childhood trauma has been cured. <gasps> Wow. Oh, well, that's what we're all about here. We're, all about, <laughs> we're working shit out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, immediate thoughts and reflections. Well, the opening scene, or not the opening scene, but the scene I was worried about with the cockroach was still pretty gross, but it wasn't quite as bad. Was the Did it help that it was like very obvious and noticeable CGI? Yeah, that definitely helped. And actually, what I ended up finding 
even more upsetting was so this man he has a heart attack and dies and his daughters two daughters are yeah. just like Ooh, look, it's a cockroach. La, da, 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 da. Oh like, yeah, they are the happy. Tape. And they're literally like, he's coding in the back of an yeah. ambulance, and they're like playing with like the police tape. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like a couple of brats. So that that was upsetting that was to disturbing. me. disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. It fucking dies. It's <laughs> dark. Very dark. And I wanted to know more about him because he seemed, so he was the mayor, and there was a re-election campaign coming up. He's and his name was like Mayor Crinkle. McCrinkle. McCrinkle. Mayor McCrinkle. And it seemed like I want to know was he a loved mayor? He's, it seemed like it. He, he seemed, seemed, seemed well like, liked. It was like yeah. on the eve of his reelection. Yeah. It was like he had it in the bag. Right. And he went to Nathan Lane's restaurant where Nathan Lane had a, a really Is. exaggerated French accent. Oh my gosh. For some reason, yeah. He was such a phony throughout the whole yeah. movie. I like, did, he would immediately yeah. be like, oh, yes, I'm an expert in this. Like, if it came up, it was yes. funny. Yes. I shtick. did appreciate, yeah. you know, he spoke some real French and then he would just throw in Le random yeah. <laughs> other French words. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He was so good in this. It was really, yeah. really great performance. And so is uh, Lee Evans is the name, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their their relationship, their chemistry was very very good. Yeah, it was so cartoonish. It was such like it was a real throwback to it, you know not just Looney Tune type cartoons, but like Abbott Costello mm-hmm. slapstick mm-hmm. stuff, Charlie Chaplin, yeah, kind of stuff. Buster it was, Keaton. It felt really old school, but it was really funny. Yeah, and, not, and I don't know, it was were, over the top, but still funny. And yeah, there was the whole like they get covered in human feces there was yes there was that uh, scene they have a really serious conversation with like yeah the, the yeah. lawyer <laughs> for the most they, part or the banker yeah right? but Covered for the feces. most part i thought that all the humor was like very just like it was very like classic old timey humor for the most part very yeah, slapsticky it was right. i could definitely Shtick. see why this is a you know a fun kids movie although there were moments there was one moment in particular where i was like wait a second this is a kids movie are you talking things. about when the wife the wife shows disrobes. up in the office and she's wearing like sexy lingerie yeah. mm-hmm. and he's completely naked mm-hmm. and then they, they have a conversation about it after <laughs> yeah yeah he yeah. says <laughs> he says we made love in a way i've only ever seen on nature programs <laughs> oh, god <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, there was also, it just in general, I thought the character work, all the other side characters, like the guy that was interested in buying the LaRue house. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. Had a very specific way about him that was humorous. And the, we all had a good laugh when uh, he offers... He's like, or he's saying to Nathan Lane, "Wouldn't it be a shame if nobody put a bid on your house?" And he's like, "Oh, there will be bids." He says, "I don't know. There's a lot of Euro trash out there <laughs> scarfing up all the shrimps." <laughs> where did that, that come from? I <laughs> want a T-shirt with that, like I don't know. Euro trash scarfing up shrimps. Uh, I feel like that you could like describe like. Like you could be on a cruise. Yes. Gosh, what's with all the Euro trash scarfing Scar- up all the shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there was the most epic cameo performance. Wow. Maybe a performance of a lifetime. I think so. That's my opinion. <laughs> it certainly uh, was memorable. Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. Wow. Nailed it. Just really nailed it. And I don't, like, I think, honestly, the best part was when they're wheeling him out 
on a stretcher. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like going through post traumatic distress. Yeah. And he's just like, can't. <laughs> he's like kind of speaking gibberish, but Source. also kind of making sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't eat it. I won't eat it. <laughs> Why? And he's like making like. Like, click. Like, he's like doing the. Like... Well, because these. So the subtitles said like clicking teeth and mouse squeaks. Yeah. Like... Yeah. No, he really. He got too deep. He was yeah. the exterminator, and he was his whole thing was I'm gonna I gotta think like the mouse kind of thing, and uh, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's got a lot of like funny apparatuses, apparatus. Yeah. I, I don't know, it's little like snake things with the, the mouse with cameras, cameras and yeah. squeak seeker. There was a lot of mouse vision. There was a lot of mouse vision. Yeah, yes, you were you, right about that. Trevor, you you predicted the there was mouse, be mouse vision. vision. It was good mouse vision. Like we got to see his cute little mouse home. Oh my gosh, oh, the mouse home. Okay, that was the that was the moment where I was fully on board yeah, we with sides. the mouse. Immediately. Yeah. Like he had he literally had a bedside table yeah. with a watch for a clock. Yeah, he had a little watch for a, a clock. poster and a poster of hawaii yeah and little covers yeah it was cute Ugh. he was cute um i also just realized just now though they insinuate the cat survived the fall in the dumbwaiter we never see the cat again there's no reason we don't see the end of that oh. arc it definitely drowned when they filled the house full of water you're right the cat's dead. <laughs> that, that cat, cat is that so cat, dead. if it didn't drown then it exploded in the gas fire oh my yeah. god oh, no that poor cat good thing it was pretty much a puppet the whole time i didn't time. care for the cat section because it was either puppet or really bad cgi there True. was i mean there were a few bad sh- there were a few shots of an actual really, cat. Yeah, it that looks like they took a real cat and they just sort of made it look a little bit scruffy. Yeah, but the piano bit was good with the oh, cat. Okay. And mouse. That, that was some I mean, real Tom and Jerry it shit. It was right really there. cartoony. <laughs> they're inside the piano and they're playing, you know, the, the, the key, score, the which is actually pretty going, good. In this. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like. I liked the score. It was a yeah. combination of uh, very Looney Tunes classical music type stuff and like cool jazz. And it might be a Christmas movie because it was during Christmas. There's Christmas Carol. Yeah, it was this mm-hmm. written by Shane Black. It was by yeah. uh, Gore Verbinski is the director. He did all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Weird stuff. He did some Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That's what I know. I was um, like, I know that name. Like the Johnny yeah. Depp? Yeah, some yeah. of the Johnny Depp ones. Uh, I mean, it's weird. It's This is like a weird thing for him to do. Cure for Wellness is the m- more recent one. Oh. oh. Rango, Lone Ranger. That. He likes Johnny Depp, I guess. Yeah, Rango. Gotcha. He did The Ring, though. He did The oh. Ring. Oh, shit. That movie scared the hell out of me when I was in high school. It was pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that. No, neither do I. The Mexican. The Weatherman. Remember that oh, one? Oh, I liked that movie. Nicolas Cage. I a like- bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen that movie, but I remember I- seeing the cover and being like, what is I remember this? Uh, The Passenger, the song, the, the Stooges song. Oh, okay. Uh, was in the trailer for The Weatherman. That's cool. Uh, I thought that the house looked like the house from Crimson Peak. Like, even from, like the snow falling from the ceiling and i mean it could have been part of the same set for all i know it's mm-hmm. a really cool mm-hmm. house it was i thought watching it i was like i definitely liked this movie as a kid i really it was really appreciated a lot more just from uh it to me it's such a great collection of all these tropes but in presented in what felt like a super original kind of Right way, like you know, like a we were saying, it's like it was like a like a horror movie. Yeah, like, it had a lot of horror. Elements. Oh yeah, but, it's like but this it could was, be a ghost, a yeah, ghost movie. But it was all 
at the hands of a mouse. It's just you a know? mouse. A tiny little baby mouse. It is a super intelligent mouse. At one point... Hyper intelligent. The, the, the <laughs> mouse like, makes a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and somehow... Like, toast. It's toasted on the side with the yeah, cheese, this. but not the side with the arugula. So the arugula won't wilt. How do you know to, how do you know to do that? <laughs> He's a chef. And, oh, man. Uh, it's, yeah. And it, most of the, like, oh, yeah, and very Home alone too. Oh, we yeah. We talked about that, but... Oh, yeah, like, moments where our our protagonists should absolutely be dead. Oh, certainly. Like, they have they got <laughs> engulfed in flames. That was Nathan big... Lane is literally <laughs> shot <laughs> through the out chimney? of his chimney, <laughs> way up into the air, and, and falls through ice into, into a frozen lake. A frozen lake. <laughs> And his uh, sleeves you know. are like singed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely it's it very very much wily e. coyote kind of. But the part stuff. after that was one of my favorite parts. Which part was that? When cover? they they're so just completely overwhelmed by <laughs> having just <laughs> yes. exploded that uh, <laughs> I, I wrote down because we they don't have any dialogue there, but it just says uh, both whimpering and muttering indistinctly. Oh yeah, and yeah just, like, that was an great. Of, that was so. <laughs> and then I. <laughs> And then Nathan Lane just lets out a, uh, <laughs> like a squeak. Yeah. yeah Nathan, Nathan Lane, they were both really good, but it's always a joy to watch Nathan Lane mm-hmm. just so lose Absolutely. his mind. And also, like, or like little bits when he's like sitting on the bench across from the two women and he's just mm-hmm. like being real charming right now. Yeah. Just he's got such a way tie. with his physicality mm-hmm. that's just really funny. Also... Okay, those two women, what was their purpose in this story? That, uh, yeah, and I they think there were could just, be a problematic like, section. Two, B- yeah. two Bavarian yeah. hair models? Yeah, B- yep. yeah, Bavarian or Belgium. Bel- Bel- or Belgian. Belgian, Belgian hair, hair models. models. Yeah. And they just, I guess they, <laughs> I don't know, they seemed immediately attracted to Nathan Lane. Mm-hmm. And I guess he invited them to the auction. Sure. And... They just are like, I guess, hey, we're Belgian hair models. We're into these two brothers. And that it's was... assumed that they get together maybe at the end. I guess. Because he's giving her a tour of the String Cheese Factory. That's a jam band, right? The String Cheese Factory? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the String Cheese Factory. But yeah, no. Like, what? Like I feel like the only purpose they served in that auction scene was for that one hair to go on fire. Slash, sure. let's have a bit where we reach down a woman's shirt. That would yeah. be, <laughs> like, I think, problematic. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Although, exactly. It, it, yes, definitely. However, I, despite myself, did have a chuckle when the other hair model <laughs> yes. is looking over and then grabs Nathan Lane's hand and puts yeah. it down her own dress. Well, that yeah. is funny because, yeah, that's yeah. different. Yeah. It's, that's it, an invitation. It changes yes. things. Well, yeah. So, yeah, I guess for those of you who didn't watch it, Mouse falls down the cleavage of one of the Belgian hair models. Uh, Lee Evans immediately reaches down her dress and right. is rooting around in there. <laughs> and she looked like pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, she looked uncomfortable yet also somewhat like like she was they were kind confused. of t- into each other also like Yeah, they were already that. like like but sort I don't of think flirtatious mm-hmm. a little bit too fast for that. Yeah, a little and certainly kind of out of the blue, especially if you don't Very know there's so. a mouse in your shirt. Right. I couldn't tell if she knew or not, like if she I felt that it was going on. I don't think she did I feel like you definitely should have been able to feel that, but I don't well, think she... she didn't she... feel the mouse. She definitely felt his hand. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, For sure. And then, uh, so uh, maybe the, the, the strangest decision that they made was that when the mouse shows up at the auction for the house, 
they decide the best course of action would to be put the hose, the water oh, hose, in it. the wall and just fill up the house with water. This <laughs> yeah, was devastating. I think yeah, now just, <sighs> watching this as an adult, there's something about watching like people who are on the verge of succeeding in some way or like making a lot of money Mm -hmm. and like who have been clearly struggling this whole time and like they're almost there and then they just self-sabotage and they throw it all away like as an adult now i'm like oh but all that money money. oh my gosh (laughs) like yeah they would have finally been been on easy street yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, you finally would have been happy and they threw it all away because money Money is happiness. Yeah, absolutely. It's at well, least things like healthcare. If we've learned anything, <laughs> is that yeah, money does equal at least comfort, comfort, oh, food, yes. shelter, An- less stress. Another I would hope. very nineties thing about this movie is that the the wife of one yeah. of the characters. <laughs> uh, so we're led to believe that this the younger of the brothers, I assume, Lee Evans. Nathan Lane makes a comment to him at some point of like it's always the ones who don't have money who don't see the be- the point in it. So you think oh he's, he's a successful. he's a poor man. And then we yeah. see him with his wife and she's like I want more this isn't enough. There's no like mm-hmm. breathing room in the middle class. And he has no his own house. It's a cute house. They have a cute like lawn. A lawn he's like the manager essentially and slash owner of this factory yeah well, and i think fine. he's happy yeah i think he is relatively happy relatively know? he talks about how he had other ambitions but he like yeah. ended up going with it because you know his dad loves his dad mm-hmm. yeah loves string he loves string he does actually love string he does yeah well as we know without string there is chaos chaos Ch- yeah world without string chaos. the dad was intense oh the uh i forgot the the whole the very first thing you see in the movie the oh the funeral and the they they drop <laughs> they drop the coffin. Oh, they and, start with the shtick yeah. immediately. Yeah. The banter. Ted d- corpse goes flying through the air and lands perfectly, nothing but net style, in an open manhole. <laughs> like we know where this is. Where, and there's a great. <laughs> there's like a great yeah. sound effect. And that I goes halfway to the harbor by now. Yeah. Are we led to? Are we to presume that they never recover his body? He and the cat are somewhere. Yeah, he and the <laughs> cat are just chilling. Yeah. Um. Also, the uh, I mentioned several times just the overall aesthetic and art direction of the movie. It led to this. I think it's sort of somewhat kind of implied that it's somewhere in the seventies. But then there were other things that just made it very ambiguous. Very what, ambiguous. What kind of time? A lot of times it, it felt like it was in the forties. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, just the, the very like the old cars tiny, the cars. Mm-hmm. But the then when he went to the hospital, coats. it looked very modern. Yeah. When, he get, when Nathan Lane gets hit by a bus. Mm-hmm. Yes, that happens in this movie. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it had immediately, it was like a scene out of like ER. You know, the doctor was wearing like very modern scrubs. and Very true. That, okay, that leads me, another set piece that we visit in this movie is the City Pound. <laughs> now, this, oh, is yeah, like, this is It's an alternate Unlike universe, any that's, pound yeah. it's like some 1984 I have shit. ever seen. Like they go into, it's like they're in a, like there's like a bank vault. Like right. they have to buzz into there's like a vault and there's a guy and well, there's, there's a all this screaming like screaming child leaving it. Yeah. Crying. Yeah. And then I you see yeah. the presumed cat and it gets taken by this they're wearing like hazmat suits and then he takes it over. There's all this like 
mist and smog. Like, yeah, decontamination stuff. Yeah. And so then they go back, though, into where all the cages are. And it's like this wet warehouse <laughs> with like cages upon cages. Yeah, just piled on top of each other. Yeah. I uh, I he, did like that extra or that guy. Yeah, he he, the, it was very strange. Mm-hmm. But in yeah, like the whole like, good afternoon, gentlemen. What can I do for <laughs> you? I'll he was like very them for uh, you myself. Yeah, yeah. He was also uh, <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, they set it up that this cat is like Catzilla, mm-hmm. right? What it's called, right? And then um, it like reacts to Nathan Lane insulting it, and like starts going nuts in its box. And then the the, the guy that works at the pound takes like a <laughs> a, ta- a, a, a cattle prod and just starts like shocking the box. Yeah. It's just like the first scene in Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And they make Judah. reference that they had tried to gas this cat a couple yeah. times previously. We're, we're we like, have to gas. They're him like, again. we were just about to gas him again. <laughs> <laughs> But then, you know, when you see the non-CGI, out-of-the-box version, it's really just a cat. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they use a regular cat. Just a regular yeah. cat. So there's only they, so many different They kind like, of, like, made the cat look a little bit scruffier, but That's other right. than that, yeah. it was a pretty standard cat. I ca- yeah, I almost feel like the puppet thing would have worked more if they went with that more. Yeah, uh, they were really, like, alternating between, like, is CGI good enough? Maybe if they move really fast, it looks not too weird. Might have been a budget thing, too, you know. The CGI wasn't good. It wasn't. Anytime they used it, it was like. No. I thought it, I thought it worked fine for like really quick shots of the mouse. Really small. Um, really. Quick. You know, like when the mouse like had to like like when the mouse like swung on the light uh, chain. Like it was <laughs> no, obvious was CGI, but like it was so quick, the was frame funny. rate was fast enough. It like just didn't, you know it didn't really matter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Um. Yeah. Mo- they they really beat the shit out of each other. In this movie, and most of it ends up being self-inflicted, like the mousetrap yeah. scene uh, yes, when yes. all the mousetraps go off. They just start rolling on. Yeah, onto they, the- yeah, they <laughs> dive onto the mousetrap. Like, we need a way to get these on our mouth. I feel like that was sort of like yeah, that was like a, a decision in, from the director's chair. It was like you know they're just gonna snap and kind of flop up in the air. They're not really gonna get you, so we're gonna need you to roll. <laughs> For some reason, funny choice. <laughs> just, I would have just cut and then gone back to. Yeah. Them covered in. Right. What I would have done probably is cut when they uh, they get locked in for the night, and then when the morning comes, they're just covered in them. But then you wouldn't have seen all of the the mouse yeah, hijinks. Yeah. yeah. The mouse, the mouse, like heist a level hijinks that this mouse can get through, like the Mission Impossible, like sneaking through, jumping, leaping, hanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When oh they, yeah, yeah. When they do the gouda thing, they're like they cut a little piece of gouda cheese, and oh, yeah. as they're putting it on a mouse trap, the mouse is behind them, rolling away on the wheel of <laughs> the, tire the wheel of gouda. The wheel. That it somehow manages to consume like yeah. over the course of a night. Not terribly realistic. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty silly. Uh, I thought this was cinema verte. Oh no, it's uh, cinema. N- Nerdy. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not smart. I'm not smart. That's okay. <laughs> um, I'd say overall, I uh, I really enjoyed the film, and uh, I would recommend this to uh, to any family out there looking for uh, something for everyone. I like Maybe not for real little kids though. I I would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even though I did say that my childhood trauma has been 
cured. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still it's still kind of a gross movie. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just It's probably just the memories associated with it, but I still feel a little grungy having watched it. There's a lot of poop. Right. The mouse poop. Yeah. Mouse poops on Walkin's head. Oh, oh the, that yeah. was great. Yeah, uh, yeah the mouse Walkin is... eats a little bit of mouse poop and determines that he has a calcium deficiency. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was gross. That was good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I am glad to have... I. I believe when I watched it as a kid, I did not make it through to the end because I did not remember the reveal that the mouse uh, aids them yeah. at the end. Just all along was just trying yeah. to be business partners. Bring them together yeah. really yeah. is what he's doing. I did like yeah, that. two loves. What I did appreciate is that there really was a lot of like emotional backstory that the brothers are carrying with them. Mm-hmm. Like you find out that Nathan Lane felt like not appreciated and not mm-hmm. accepted by his father and I thought that was really mm-hmm. they did a good job yeah. establishing that relationship yeah, for why sure. they weren't close yeah yeah and then they you know blew him up out of a chimney so yeah I really needed that backstory With though so sides. yeah so you could feel like is he gonna be okay he's flying through the air and he's on fire <laughs> yeah. and then oh it's okay he landed on the in the bathtub in there and he's just oh he's yeah, just kind he's of put just out chilling. he's just yeah. a little yeah God, jeez. Not, not this. <laughs> it wasn't his first time that he fell into that lake. Did you have more notes, Trevor? Mm, the only other problematic thing I had was, uh, but it was, you know, I don't know. It was like a shout out was when the uh, the Middle Eastern uh, person at the auction oh, greets Nathan uh, Lane and <laughs> Nathan Lane says, Hakuna Matata. Yeah. Okay. Which, that... <laughs> It's hard because you're just like Lion King, and then you're like, oh, well, yeah, well, because you know that they were just like, yeah, let's let's throw this in because, haha, uh, funny. I'm you know, and but also not, like worse not than a Disney him, movie, you know? like no, faking think, French necessarily. Exactly, I think it was sure. him showing that once again he's just this faker of of yeah. languages and culture and yes yeah. But that was yeah. But it's also funny because it's the mm-hmm. Lion King. Yeah, because he is he's, Timon. He's, it's just yeah. It's he's a meerkat. Yeah, he's a meerkat. Um, well, you guys have any uh, final thoughts or anything on uh, Mouse Hunt? No. All right. Well, I think uh, that's going to close the book. Again, I uh, I recommend watching this movie. It was very enjoyable. Um, uh, Sarah, I want to thank you very very much for being on the show. Yeah, thank Please you. Please come back anytime. What do you got going on in your life that people should come check out? Well, uh, so the Met is uh, starting is going to start the for Met the first being time. The Maryland, oh, Ensemble, the Maryland Ensemble, Theater. Ensemble Theater is uh, starting up comedy night. Oh, yeah. So very exciting. Yes, stuff. comedy night. So every weekend here at the Maryland Ensemble Theater. And so the Comedy Pigs are performing the Friday and Saturday. First Friday and Saturday, First right? First Friday and Saturday. So Every that month. is the, what day is that uh, That'll be, be the 7th and 8th 7th and 8th. Okay, so you could go out and see that. Yeah, so yeah, you're, if you're listening to this on the 7th, Go tonight. Get out there, yeah, yeah. Go tonight or go tomorrow. Yes. And then uh, the following week at the Maryland Ensemble Theater on Friday night, we'll have Casually Dope. Uh, an improv group from Baltimore. The following week after that, we will have uh, O Crit, oh, Crit, our improvised D and D group. Very funny. And uh, then the last week will be the last hurrah, which is uh, the annuals show. So come Good check stuff. it out. Ten dollars yeah. every night, every Friday night for 
comedy. There's and funny um, people. the only other thing I would say is the Maryland Renaissance Festival uh, in Crownsville, Maryland, right outside of Annapolis. It is running now through the second to last weekend in October. So every Saturday and Sunday until then. It's Great. It's a lot of fun. I love it. Um, I'm definitely going to go. I'm also going to plug uh, another show that is opening next week at the Maryland Ensemble Theater, uh, Hand to God. Uh, come check us out if you find yourself in Frederick. Uh, it runs for four weeks. Tom, are you in that? I am in that <gasps> production. What? I am a- I'm act from time to time, and uh, I'm acting in this show, Hand to God. It's a very funny, ridiculous uh, kind of messed up show. So come check it out. It's Sounds great. right up my alley. What about you, Trevor? You got anything going on? Um, Cheshire's playing The Thing, which is that music oh, thing. Oh, is that thing? That thing still happens? That happens, uh, I think, most years in Frederick. Yeah. It's a music festival. It happened last year. I played last year. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you there. Oh, yeah, you were there. Yeah. Um, what are you guys playing? I don't know yet. Great. <laughs> great. <laughs> the Thing is like Frederick's own little South by Southwest, yeah. except... It's uh in Frederick, Maryland. In Frederick, Maryland. <laughs> so I don't, you know, it's a little different. Um, yes. Yeah. Come check it out. Uh, lots of live music. What uh what weekend is that? I think it's the sixth. I think we're playing October sixth. October. So we got some time. Okay, so it's in October. I'll let you know. Yeah. I don't know when I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know where. Keep in mind it's early. Yeah. Just you know, go to uh, <laughs> Trevor'sLife.com, and he'll have a schedule up there. I. Don't know what that website's gonna look like. So. I, you know is what? That like, we need to go to trevorslife.com. Is that your <laughs> is that your Zanga page? I don't know what that website is. So just uh, if you Zanga. go there, <laughs> <laughs> very good. At Geo, no, what is well, it? Geo Cities. Geo Cities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, you and I met on Friendster. Remember Fr- Friendster? <laughs> Friendster. I never had a Friendster. Do a no. Lyco search of that. Uh yeah. No Dogpile. Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much. Uh, if, yeah, remember, if you've got uh, anything you'd like to say, suggestions, uh, fun facts that we didn't mention, you can always reach us at nowavailableov at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us or get us on the Instagram at nowavailableovc. And uh, also... If you like our podcast or other podcasts on the annual network, you can help support the annual by going to patreon.com slash the annual. And that'll do it. Trevor, final words of wisdom for our listeners. Um, just greed, you know, avarice, uh, acquisitiveness. <laughs> These are the downfall of of Nathan Lane's character in this movie, you know, he could have just got that check. He could have got that fat 10 million check and just called it a day, but he just wanted to milk people for more. And you never know. You don't know what's going to happen in between now and then. You don't know if a little mouse is going to ruin your life or bring you closer to your family. You want money and you want it now. So don't be greedy. Yeah. And <laughs> along with not knowing what's going to happen, you should... Always check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Now available on video cassette. Now available on video cassette. Now available on video cassette. You can watch it on your TV set right, right now.